0: Welcome to Demystifying Gay Porn. My name is Ike Grande, and if you watch gay porn, I've definitely helped you get off. And slowly and surely, so has the guest that has started with me because he went from styling to eventually modeling to uh, porn, to being in yeah. front of the camera. Model, content creator, porn star, writer, and stylist. Yeah.
1: Jordan jack jameson. of all trades yeah
0: jordan jameson how are you good how are you doing i'm very well i'm glad we finally got to do this yes yeah it's been a minute i've been wanting to like talk to you for a bit ever since i started working with you mm-hmm. a lot of times what i like doing is having uh, models on that have like you know you can tell a lot with eyes you can tell somebody has a story yeah and i mean i i just said it off off camera but I feel like we should do it now
1: (laughs) okay because um rip the band-aid off yeah Yeah. well
0: when i started working with treasure island there was this one infamous solo scene Uh uh-huh and (laughs) you were going by the name of minotaur at the time
1: yeah so so
0: minotaur came in from what i from what i gather allegedly right he came in before he shot put on an afro (laughs) gloves glasses yeah and then proceeded to jerk off
1: and a beard and a fake beard don't forget the beard so
0: so explain that to me
1: (laughs) um so at the time i wasn't super comfortable with doing porn Mm -hmm. and i figured okay i can like have my normal person disguise and that was that so yeah an afro beard and also i don't know like for me it was like kind of a parody on what it is to be a normal masculine gay man um so just mixing all that together um obviously did not last long retro Um, though retro also a retro (laughs) vibe to it i love anything retro like i don't know today obviously i'm kind of going for like this like 30s vibe i love it thank you um but yeah i like anything retro so i guess i was like all right i'm gonna like embody a 70s porn Mm. star and you guys really leaned into that with the music which was hilarious that was max i was done before i was there Mm -hmm. but whenever whenever we would
0: um go into Casting mm-hmm. Your name would come up oh he's he's around, and then I think you did another solo scene with them.
1: I did one solo and then I did one threesome scene, okay, yeah, where you weren't wearing. I was still wearing those. You were? Okay. That was all kind of in the same time frame. I think it was like 2018 or 19. Okay. Yeah, and then I stopped. I stopped completely. I was like, porn is not for me. Like, fuck this. And I think a part of it, too, I just wasn't fully comfortable with myself and in my body. So I just figured I'll just stick to what I know, and I'll stick to styling, stick to fashion, and that was that. And then COVID hit, and everything fucking changed. And you went back? That's COVID was... Kind uh, of. I mean, you know, I started... I restarted doing porn kind of just to see if I could. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I had nothing else to do. No, None of us did. Mm-hmm. Um, I figured, all right, like, let me try to start this new project. Um, so it was OnlyFans and modeling and kind of doing everything in front of the camera instead of behind it. So let's go back a little bit. Let's go back to uh, Little Jordan. Okay. Where did you grow up? I grew up in Westchester.
0: Okay, so in Westchester, right? Yes, I'm all a right. new,
1: uh, 100% New Yorker. What was
0: growing up like did you were you uh
1: all of this were you jordan jameson growing
0: up okay so fascinating Mm. i want to (laughs) know i want to know like how how did it start what was your inspiration oh my god it's
1: it's a lot um i don't know i was kind of always like that weird kid in school so i didn't really have a lot of friends growing up Um, you know, I was born in the Bronx and then part of my childhood was in the city and then I moved to Westchester when I was like 13. So that's really my like growing up coming of age and it's complete, you know, Westchester is a completely different vibe. Like for me, it's like the Republican part of New York. So I don't know, everyone is very cookie cutter and I just could not fit into any boxes. So, you know, obviously I didn't have any friends but my thing was all right, like I'm just going to like venture off and like build a character. So I would skip school in the middle of the day and just go to the city and get into all kinds of trouble and shenanigans, like going to sex parties and pretending like I was 25 at 14. Yeah. Very problematic. Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, this is a more common trend than, <laughs> than I realized mm-hmm. because wait, there's like, other people doing this. Yes, Well, there were other people. Be- I think uh, I was talking to Atlas Grant at one point and he was like, Oh yeah, you know, this guy and I hooked up with him and I was under it. And I'm like, you know, these things are fun for you, but terrible can, for everyone else involved. But changed. to
1: be fair, like it's not like anybody else knew maybe, but yeah, okay. <laughs> to get into and these clubs, you had to be over 18 and i technically was using an ID that was over okay. 18.
0: And failure mm-hmm. of the club or failure,
1: whatever, yeah, whatever was, happened. No one's fault. But my no own. one got That's hurt. All my, all right. it was all my fault. You, you went in yeah. consciously. Yes. Okay. All yes. right. Yes. Knowing. And it was also like, all right, I feel like I'm doing something kind of naughty. So yeah. there's that element to it as well. Mm hmm. So high school, same thing, right? Same vibe. You're going through high school. Yeah. Um, College? Yes. Uh, So I went to art school. Okay. Yeah. Studied fashion. And I don't know. I kind of like found my calling there. Like I found most of my friends who are still my friends to this day. And I don't know. You know, college is like your experimental years. So I was just like going to raves all the time and like obviously doing fucking drugs all the time and really just like living that college lifestyle honestly it was like it was only an associate so it was like two years of a fucking blur and i learned nothing um (laughs) but but can you learn something like fashion no, I feel like you have I, it. I was absolutely not. But um, it was design. So there's technical okay. things that you can true, learn. True. Yeah, um, And growing up, I thought that was my calling and that's what I was going to do was be a designer. Um, I love people like McQueen and Rick Owens. So I was like, all right, like I want to be this avant-garde designer and make really cool clothes um, and just make shit that I want to wear. Mm-hmm. Shit did not work out like that. And after college, I started styling instead because it is really fucking hard to make money as a designer. And I did that for a while and I still do it. And It's been almost a decade of styling. Do you still do you
0: make your clothes? Do you make
1: your no, own? No, I have or? not touched a sewing machine in the longest time. Yeah? yeah, Uh literally since like eighteen. But you put you put yourself together, like yeah. I like to yeah. dress up and shop. Yeah,
0: yeah, which is really really cool. Every I don't think I've seen you in the same outfit every time we had to shoot. <laughs> that's that's awesome. I oh. mean, life's too short to wear boring outfits. You're right. Mm-hmm. You're right. I wish. Um, <laughs> as I sit here in like athleisure
1: <laughs> and athleisure is fine too I'm slowly like embracing athleisure myself like I'm, I've bought more sweatpants
0: I enjoy I enjoy dressing up however it was like 71 degrees today yeah. I was lugging all this lo- like uh, like <laughs> equipment and I was like oh my god oh I, yeah, yeah and the funny thing is while I'm there I just got out of the shower and I'm like what am I gonna wear I was like no matter what I wear <laughs> I'm not going to look as good as him. Oh, my God. So I was like, it's fine. I was like, just (laughs) go comfortable. And that's what I did. Mm -hmm. But it is all about you. Let's talk a little bit about... Oh, uh, growing up, you identify as
1: gay. Yes. Um, It's kind of shifted a bit. I think... Now I'm more pansexual. I kind of just like go with the flow and whatever mm. happened happens. Um, I was recently in a polyamorous relationship with two bisexual guys. Oh yeah. Um, that was two years and I don't know, they kind of showed me this like whole different world of that's different than just being a gay man. So yeah, my headspace and sexuality is a lot more fluid now. I kind of feel like, um, my generation, I'm, I'm 42 now.
0: Mm-hmm. I feel like my generation definitely got screwed when it came to, well, you have to be one or the other. Yeah. I do believe like there's ratios out there mm-hmm. and I would consider myself an 85% gay or 90% for the most part gay, but mm-hmm. still I've definitely slept with women. I've, Oh really? You know, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. College You've gotten in and, the pussy. Okay. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah. And it was fun. And there are times that I can see, I can be like, okay, well yeah, that's kind of hot. Yeah. But for the most part, it's, it's men. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, I think that, um, Younger guys, younger people in general can flirt more with with so many different things. Mm-hmm. Um, so a polyamorous relationship, huh?
1: Polyamorous relationship. and um, I don't know if I'll do that one again. Um, yeah, definitely like say. the next time if ever I'm in a relationship, it'll be open for sure. But multiple partners is a lot to navigate for sure. Yeah, that's a lot of... I, f- I feel like... Partnership
0: in general is dealing a lot with yourself, but then also yeah. dealing with another person. And dealing mm-hmm. sounds negative, more understanding. Yeah. If anything. And if you don't understand yourself, how are you gonna understand other 100%. people? But it's it's worth the experience. Yeah. Polyamorous. And before that it was marriage.
1: Wait, you were married? <laughs> I was married. What? Wait, yeah. okay, come on. You gotta <laughs> i've lived many lifetimes okay over 28 years i was gonna lie and say 27 but i'm I'm 28 um what year i'm honestly gonna start to say i'm 28 or 29 for the next 10 years and roll with that shit do it Um, you can do it you can pass for it i'm black i don't crack um But no, so I was actually um around the time I was filming with him, so I was married at that time, really. And I think that was also part of why I had the disguise because I knew oh. if my husband ever saw this shit, it would be like an instant divorce because he was like against pornography, like against like open sexuality. He even like threatened divorce from me watching porn. Really? Yeah. It, it was. It was a. Where'd wild you find
0: him? A Christian chat a room grinder.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh God. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so yeah. Christian chat room. <laughs> yeah. Literally. Literally. Um we got no, I just um shacked up with the dude as a way to just get out of the house. Like at the time I was um twenty two. We start we dated for like, I don't know, a couple months. Mm-hmm. Then he asked me to marry him and I said, Sure, why not? And that lasted for two and a half years and wow. it was one of the most toxic but learning experiences of my now life. Now you know. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, so after marriage, um so this is this is putting us in twenty nineteen
1: mm-hmm.
0: what uh twenty nineteen you mentioned the pandemic uh you've been styling since, mm-hmm. but then you were introduced again to porn, yeah. after your
1: first stint yeah, was probably not what you expected and probably not what you wanted um, I don't know what I was really expecting. I just thought why not okay. let's try it let's see um also part of at that time I was um my body was slowly becoming more and more toned That I was feeling a little bit, you know, feeling good about myself. So I figured, alright, like I guess this is, now's the time, if any, to get naked in front of a camera. But again, I think just the putting on a disguise and pretending to be somebody else part was just like, yeah, this is probably the wrong way to go about it i heard it. it took a long time too so i could only imagine it, it yeah was. it was a process it was mainly the beard it was it was like, mainly the, the bathroom a long time it was, was, the, like, okay. it was the fucking beard because i had to use glue It was getting all over spare, the place right? yeah it was it was wild also i was covering up at the time i didn't really have much tattoos i only had like this little guy right. um and the one on the back of my neck so i was like covering those up and that was another element of the whole thing so getting getting toned and being in front of the camera
0: what does it feel like to get naked in front of the camera
1: I mean, now it's whatever. Like, yeah. I don't even think about it. What about the first time? What about The, the first, first time, time I was after, nervous. Yeah? 100% nervous. And, you know, I never really modeled at all at that time. I think I've modeled maybe once or twice fashion-wise before that. You know, being a stylist, you work with so many photographers. I'd show up on set in a crazy outfit, and the photographer would be like, oh, like, let me shoot you yeah, in something. Yeah, they push the yeah. out of the way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I did, like, a couple editorial things, as a, like, during my styling career, way before porn, but... Mm-hmm never fully considered myself a model but then doing porn i was like maybe this could be my gateway into restarting all this but again it just wasn't the right time and i wasn't in the right place
0: Mm -hmm. what studios have you worked for since you've started
1: Uh, a plethora of studios. yeah Yeah. i've seen you in a good amount of places
0: yes (laughs) (laughs) which is good and and you do you do big studios and you do the smaller studios Mm -hmm. which is cool yeah what vibe or what Which one do you
1: prefer more? I mean, honestly, anybody that gives me a fucking check. Okay. No, besides that, no. I honestly just like working with people that are kind and cool. Okay. And luckily, for the most part, I've worked with really decent, cool humans in the porn industry. What about, um, because I did an
0: interview with uh, with Davey. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, and I saw your interview with him. <laughs> that was really, really cool. Yeah. How was that experience? Because I've heard it's all I've heard nothing but good things.
1: Davey is super spheres. sweet. Yeah. He is amazing. And I don't know, like all the scenarios, everything that he creates is really, really great. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's uh a positive, like set. super like, positive it, it's like going away to camp
0: or something yeah, like that. Yeah, right? it really rich, was. It was. And
1: you know, I knew most of the people there mm-hmm. that were that I was filming with. So it was literally like being in camp with my friends. You know, we were just like he king and like you know, acting as if we weren't in a work environment at all the entire time. I feel like that's great. Mm-hmm. I feel like if I feel like if uh, if if I could
0: work at a studio and do that for models, yeah. that would be amazing. Yeah. Like you know, like you and can And you can. You, can get so you totally much. can. I know, I know. I gotta I'm kinda with big I'm kinda with someone it. right now. <laughs> feel that. Feel that. <laughs> so tell me a little bit about some of the fashion that you've done that comes out of porn because you first of all, your Instagram following is huge. Right? I mean,
1: not comparably to some of these other guys. Like, yeah, I know. Boys out here with like 200k. Yeah,
0: I know. But Instagram's harder than Twitter. Very true.
1: Opinion. This is very, very true. And,
0: and if you get deleted on Instagram, I, it's literally a bitch. That's
1: like my worst nightmare. I have yeah, anxiety sorry, attacks. Knock on, knock on wood. wood like down. Yeah, here, right? <laughs> but no, I have like anxiety attacks like every night yeah. about possibly losing my gram. So like, I've become a lot more like PG PG thirteen the past couple of years because you know when I. First started doing only fans and then restarted doing porn i was like fuck it i was like posting all these nudes and selfies and all types of shit on my instagram and it was like ban warning after another one for like months so i was like yeah like i gotta reel it in
0: do you ever get studios i assume not because you show up they they kind of they see your pictures and stuff they know what they're gonna get yeah do you ever get studios that are or people that are like Oh well, we don't. We're not. You know, we're not vibing with you or something.
1: I mean, no one's ever told me that, but you know, I've been told like, "Hey, like, you're a lot. Your look is a lot, and you are very specific." I'm, and I can't change that. And the thing is, I learned this from the Minotaur costume: is that I can put on so many different costumes, but what the what the fuck is the point? I might as well just be myself, Mm -hmm. and whoever likes it will mesh with that. And they do. You change from Minotaur. To Jordan Jameson. Which yeah. I have to say is a
0: nicer name. And
1: or it's a it's a Honestly, there's parts of me that kind of wishes I stuck with Minotaur. Minotaur is
0: great, but I feel like at least it's not a Twitter name. You know how yeah. some people are like, oh well my, my porn name is at you know, big dick twenty one hundred and one, and you're like, well, <laughs> I can't put that on a yeah. DVD cover or a, it's a page, a yeah. website page, or you know, it's it's just hard to describe. Um, Minotaur was at least creative, and yeah. I feel like that came from you. Mm-hmm. But then when you change it to Jordan Jameson, it's it's it plays it plays in peoria, as they would say, you know, like uh-huh. it, it plays
1: in everywhere. Yeah, what inspired the change? Um, honestly, the big part of that was my manager. Yeah, you know, he told me like, listen, you need like. A more professional first and last name, and I just spitballed that one. It was like the first name of one of my favorite male models and the last name of Jenna Jameson. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right. Yeah. So not quite your first street address and your pet's name, but (laughs) (laughs) yeah, your your
0: what is it? Your street, the street you lived on,
1: and your your first pet. Yeah.
0: Wolf Jackson. (laughs) That would have been funny
1: (laughs) enough, though. My first pet was Jordan, so it might have still been Jordan, regardless. Okay. Yeah.
0: What about the street? sycamore jordan sycamore that's not a bad one not bad yeah it's not sometimes you get lucky Mm -hmm. what is your relationship with porn like now um (laughs) like being in the industry what do you let's talk a little mental health okay okay? because i know that a lot of times um we'll speak to models now and some of them are not available not because
1: they're not mentally there yes basically and that's good i meet so many guys that are addicted or was addicted or struggling with drug addiction mm-hmm. or whatever kind of addiction addiction. Um, yeah, it's sad to see. It really is. Luckily I stay fairly Zen. I don't know. Like I, my drug is just meditation and working out. Honestly. Like I try to just like stay in the moment, stay within reality for the most part mm-hmm. and enjoy it. Um, whenever I'm performing, I do this weird thing where I'm like, it sounds crazy, but I pretend like I'm an animal and I just like, kind of go to my like most primal feral form if that makes any kind of sense. And, no, it does. Yeah, cuz it is. Mm-hmm. And um I don't know, just try to get out of the moment of oh there's cameras around and we're filming a scene. So
0: two questions or a two-parter. Mm-hmm. Um that goes along with what we were just talking about. Yeah. Your are you in a relationship now?
1: I am currently single. Okay. Yeah.
0: So what I find is a lot of times if you are single your relationship with porn as being in front of the camera is a little different Mm -hmm. because that's your sex life almost. Mm. Is it your sex life? No, no, it is not. I
1: enjoy having sex all the time. Okay. Yes. Um, I don't know. Outside of doing porn, I just enjoy really great. (laughs) So you have a healthy sex relationship, fairly healthy sex relationship that's separated
0: from, from porn. Mm -hmm. That's good because that's, that's not an
1: easy thing to do. (laughs) Yeah. But my thoughts on porn in general outside Mm -hmm. of all of that honestly like i do love the industry and i love the performers in it the people behind the scenes that we're creating something for people to consume i do have my issues my stipulations and specifically with gay porn i feel like sometimes we get into this like heteronormative box and it's like all right we have to be as straight as possible Mm -hmm. pretend like we're straight pretend like and normalize things and it's like why we're already gay why not push the queer envelope Mm -hmm. Well, one of the things I've come across recently is,
0: and there will probably be a comment or two about it, Yeah. but the minute you say that you've been with a girl or something, oh, well, he's a fake gay or he's yeah, an, ex, an ex-gay, which I have 100%. no idea yeah. what an ex-gay is. <laughs> the only time I ever hear ex-gay is when it's somebody that just went through conversion. But I, now I hear gay men calling other men ex-gay because they've had sex with uh, like women mm-hmm. or they're bisexual or... I've never known gay people to be so exclusive until recently. It's a weird click. Yeah. Very weird click. Have you ever had an issue where you've walked on set and you're like, I don't know if I can do this.
1: (laughs) You mean I'm not attracted to the person in front of me? Or it's
0: not even sometimes it's not even the attraction of the person. It's the energy.
1: Oh, (laughs) (laughs) hilariously. Yes. Um, And the funny thing is, it's usually, it has nothing to do with attraction. Like, I've seen some really hot guys in front of me. And yeah, as you said, it's really just the energy. And it's like, all right, like you, we are not vibing. And it's moments like that. You just have to like put your big boy pants on and literally just suck it the fuck up. And you do it. Get in the headspace and make it work. So you're working in porn. You're also styling. Mm -hmm. What else does Jordan Jameson want to do? I don't know, president of the United States. Okay. That's on the eventual list, but no. Um, I honestly would like to direct at some point. Okay, I have a lot of fun creative ideas. I can see, yeah, I can see you trans, um, like translating to behind the scenes very well. Yeah. yeah. So, oh, that's
0: right. You're a writer too, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So what what kind of stuff do you write?
1: Um, I write a little of everything. So personal stories, like my um, sexual shenanigans, op eds, just personal opinions, a little of everything. Are And they're published? Are you doing? Yes, um, so I did a piece recently with Sniffies. Okay. Yeah, that came out for Valentine's Day. And then I've done something with Squirt, mm-hmm. Gaydar, and my ex-boyfriend. He has this really awesome blog, Boy Slut. And I have a couple of fun stories over there. That's where people would go if they want to find. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So activism. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit, bit about your. Just your... honestly, like trying to make the world more sex positive. And there's so many people doing it, mm-hmm. which is great. And we just need to fucking do that shit more and show that it's. Okay, to be a fucking slut. <laughs> I love it. So you're taking back the word slut. Yeah, eh, nothing wrong with it. Nothing wrong with it's it. It's a fun word too. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, so when people want to find you, and people want to know, and people want to watch Jordan Jameson,
1: where do they go? Google my name, and you'll find a lot of free porn. <laughs> but <I'll> also, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> don't say that. Don't. Say, I should not say that. <laughs> no. <laughs> My Twitter is at um, Jordan is Spooky. This is my fourth Twitter. Oh, jeez. Um, yeah. Yeah. I have the worst luck on Twitter. <laughs> of <laughs> and, all um, places. Of all fucking... <laughs> Hilariously. And I got taken down the first time off my banner picture. That- oh, right. Yeah. That's right. That yeah. was the biggie. Yeah. So for all of you out there, be fucking PG, rated G on your banner pic. Um, yes. At Jordan Spooky on Twitter. At Jonesu, J-O-N-Z-U on Instagram. OnlyFans is at Jordan XXX. Oh shit! And I have just for fans. Wow,
0: (laughs) just for fans. Jordan is spooky. I have to thank you so much. I absolutely appreciate you sitting down with me. Of course. Um, And like I said, you know, I'm I'm gonna be driving home and I'll be like, fuck, why didn't I ask this question? And I put it out to my Patreon guys. Like, is there anything that you guys want to know? I didn't check my fucking Patreon. (laughs) So I'm sure if something comes up, I will let you know. Okay. And come season five, you know, let's let's rumble. Hell yeah! All right. Thank you. Yeah, you I absolutely having appreciate me. it. You've been watching Demystifying Gay Porn. I am your host, Aike Grande. Demystifying Gay Porn can be found on every podcast directory, as well as YouTube. Demystifying Gay Porn is on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Telegram, Discord. And if you like what you're watching and want to be a part of the process, head over to patreon.com backslash demystifying gay porn, where you can help support this channel and I can continue making content like this. Once again, this is Demons to Find Gay Porn. My name is Ike Grande, and if you watch Gay Porn, I've definitely helped to get off. Cheers.